Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello there, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel. And I am bumping the topic that I originally had planned for this week in order to respond to a breaking news story that has caused some concern. The headline that many of you probably saw was something like this, artificial sweetener linked to heart attacks, blood clots, and strokes. Okay, that's already pretty alarming, but some news outlets sought to up the SEO ante even a bit further by identifying that sweetener as being one that is commonly used in keto foods or products that are pitched to those following the ultra-trendy ketogenic diet. Let's take a closer look at what researchers found, what we still do not know, and how this information might apply to your own health risks and your dietary decisions. The paper was published in the journal Nature Medicine by an international consortium of researchers. It was funded by the NIH, as well as a variety of European foundations and agencies, and it actually described a number of different studies all leading to the conclusion that intake of erythritol, a popular low-calorie sweetener, was associated with an increased risk of forming blood clots, which could lead to an increased risk of heart attacks or strokes. This whole thing started with some blood work that was done on about 1,200 people as part of a study that was looking at cardiovascular disease risk over time. And the researchers detected the presence of several compounds called polyols, They're also commonly known as sugar alcohols in the subject's blood. And they noticed that the presence of sugar alcohols, especially erythritol, was associated with an increased risk of heart attacks, strokes, and deaths. They went on to find that same association in two further large study populations, and the effect was linear, meaning the higher the erythritol levels in the blood, the higher the risk of cardiovascular events. Those in the top quartile, the ones with the highest levels in their blood, had three to four times the risks as those in the lowest quartile. How did we get here? Many sugar alcohols, which include sorbitol, xylitol, and maltitol, are naturally occurring in the food supply in very low amounts, but they're also synthesized and used in food manufacturing to make sugar-free products, such as gum, candies, soda, artificial sweeteners, and other processed foods. Sugar alcohols taste sweet, 
but they're not metabolized by the body as sugar. So they contribute very few calories and more importantly, they do not affect blood sugar levels. And for this reason, they were originally used in products that were formulated for people with diabetes, such as diabetic candy and chocolate. But as low-carb dieting became more and more popular, sugar alcohols gained traction in that much larger market as a quote-unquote natural low-calorie sugar alternative. But it wasn't all upside. Sugar alcohols do have an unfortunate side effect. Because they are not digested and absorbed the way regular sugar would be, they end up in the large intestine where they ferment, and that can cause unpleasant side effects like gas, cramping, and even diarrhea. The rise of erythritol in the 1990s was a game changer. Like other sugar alcohols, erythritol does not affect blood sugar. However, it seemed to produce far fewer digestive symptoms. It was more tolerable. And so erythritol quickly became the leading sugar alcohol used in food manufacturing. And today you'll find it in everything from energy bars to protein shakes to low-calorie cocktail mixes, ice cream, and sugar-free baking mixes. It's often used in combination with more concentrated sweeteners like stevia and monk fruit to give those products more bulk and a more sugar-like consistency. You can buy it as a sugar replacement to using your coffee or your favorite recipes, and Truvia is the most well-known brand. Although marketers claim that you can use an erythritol-based sweetener to replace real sugar in any recipe, basically spoonful for spoonful, I want you to temper your expectations. Although the recipe may still work, there's definitely going to be an impact on taste and, especially for baked goods, on texture, moistness, and browning. You may also notice a slight cooling sensation on your tongue from products made with erythritol or other sugar alcohols. And despite the fact that it is generally more tolerable than other sugar alcohols, if you consume enough erythritol, you may still end up with a rumbly tummy. Due to its popularity, we are definitely consuming a lot more erythritol than we used to. According to dietary survey data, people may now be consuming up to 30 grams or an ounce of erythritol every day. And you may not even be aware of which products contain it. Because erythritol occurs naturally in foods, albeit at 1,000th the levels that it's commonly used today when it's used as an ingredient, but the FDA doesn't even require manufacturers to disclose erythritol in the ingredient list. Now, of course, any ingredient that is widely used in food manufacturing must be safe, right? And indeed, erythritol has the status of a GRAS that's generally recognized as safe ingredient. And human studies have shown no ill effects beyond maybe some rumbly tummies in studies lasting up to four weeks. But what happens over longer periods of time? There aren't a lot of data, except maybe the data that are starting to emerge out of the ad hoc experiment that's been unfolding over the last 20 to 30 years as erythritol has become ever more ubiquitous. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. 
At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now, he's rolling in the green. Like a... Like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. And that brings us up to this recent paper. When the researchers found this unexpected association between erythritol levels in the blood and increased risk of cardiovascular events, they decided to dig a little deeper. After all, they noted we really don't have any studies looking at the long-term effects of sugar alcohols on cardiovascular health. So they designed some studies to look for something that might explain how erythritol might increase this risk, and they found a pretty convincing mechanism. Erythritol, at quantities that are consistent with what you'd get by eating foods sweetened with it, promotes platelet aggregation in human blood. And platelet aggregation is a fancy word for blood clots, and blood clots can lead to heart attacks and strokes. And the final piece of bad news is that it didn't seem to take much. A single erythritol-sweetened soft drink or serving of ice cream was enough to put blood levels into the range where platelet aggregation was enhanced, and they stayed elevated for up to two days. So at this point, you're probably wondering why every erythritol-sweetened product has not been recalled from the market. And the answer is that this is one study well, actually a series of studies, showing a robust association, but that does not equal causation, as well as a plausible mechanism. But all of that still leaves plenty of room for doubt and debate. Not surprisingly, a spokesperson for the Calorie Control Council, that's an industry group for producers of low and no-calorie foods and beverages, points to decades of scientific research showing reduced-calorie sweeteners like erythritol are safe, as well as the fact that this study focused on people who were already at increased risk of cardiovascular disease, and therefore it can't be applied to the general population. Now, personally, I think that first defense is pretty lame. Those decades of scientific research involved mostly small, short studies that could never have detected this effect. As we like to say in the biz, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. The second argument, that these findings don't necessarily apply to people who don't have an elevated risk of heart disease, okay, that one's certainly more valid. But although the association was detected in a population who was at higher risk, those later studies, which found that erythritol promoted platelet aggregation, were done on blood samples from healthy volunteers. 
But regardless of how long it takes for this research and regulatory debate to unfold, we as consumers have decisions to make right now. Should you avoid erythritol based on this new research? And your answer will depend on your own personal risk tolerance as well as what benefits you feel erythritol is providing. Is having access to this non-caloric sweetener critical to maintaining your blood sugar or your body weight or your quality of life? Now, I want to point out that the occasional use of erythritol poses a much different potential risk than daily heavy use of erythritol. And you know, this has always been my gripe about non-caloric sweeteners. Because we perceive them to be consequence-free, we often consume them quite immoderately. We may actually eat and drink a lot more sweet stuff than we would if those things contained actual sugar. And meanwhile, these artificially sweetened foods and drinks usually aren't adding much nutritional value to the diet, and they may well be displacing foods that would. So even if you don't find this latest research particularly alarming, or you favor a different non-caloric sweetener that is not currently under the media microscope, I would still recommend consuming artificial sweeteners and foods made with them with the same degree of moderation that you would apply to their full sugar counterparts. The recommendation for added sugars is 25 grams or less per day. If you're using artificial sweeteners, the equivalent for that would be about three packets of sweetener. Alternatively, you can simply limit yourself to one sweetened food or beverage per day. So one can of soda or one sweetened tea or coffee drink or one dessert, and then do your best to avoid added sweeteners otherwise. And I will end with a piece of good news. The sugar in fruit does not count as added sugars. Reducing their intake of sugar and artificial sweeteners is one of the top benefits that people who participate in my 30-day nutrition upgrade program report. The other one is eating more vegetables. And these benefits persist long after the program is over. If that sounds good to you, then I hope you'll join me for the next 30-day nutrition upgrade program, which kicks off on March 18th. You can get all the details for that at nutritionovereasy.com slash upgrade. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sams with script editing by Adam Cecil. And thanks also to Morgan Christensen, Davina Tomlin, Holly Hutchings, and Cameron Lacey. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Did you know that more than 113,000 children are waiting to be adopted from foster care? Ellie was one of them. When she was placed in foster care at 16 after experiencing significant abuse, she felt unlovable. Thankfully, Ellie was adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. Today, she's planning on college and has a bright future. But more than 20,000 teens age out of care every year. You can help. Visit DaveThomasFoundation.org slash learn more. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.